today I want to take a portion that is quite uh, controversial and it's something that believers or the church of today just cannot accept uh, because we are living in this cloud of security uh, you know so kindly bear with me and let us go through these several scriptures together to understand what the Lord wants to teach us so let us be open to hearing um, because I'm sure many will not accept what is going to be shared today uh, so let us uh, go to uh, 1 Corinthians 10 uh, verses 1 to 12 and uh, before we start off uh, you know we have this uh, a preconceived notion in our mind that the Old Testament is really uh, an Old Testament book written 5,000 years ago and not valid for the New Testament Gentile Church. Uh, that is the first uh, mistake that we must rectify. Uh, so let's take 1 Corinthians 10 verses 1 to 12. Uh, as the sub, uh, you know, I, I, I love reading the subheadings or the uh, in before each chapter. So in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 it says warnings from Israel's history and it is uh, as you know uh, a portion taken from the Old Testament but it's written to the Gentile church the Corinthian believers and thus it is written also to the believers of today that is you and me so uh, let's take this uh, the, the, so the subtitle itself is clear you know that uh, this Old Testament uh, passage, the very fact that an Old Testament passage is mentioned in the New Testament is reason enough to know that it is a lesson for every believer today. Okay, so let's take 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 1. For I do not want you to be ignorant of the fact, brothers, that our forefathers were all under the cloud and they all passed through the sea. Okay, so uh, this is just the start of uh, this particular chapter so um, as I said chapter 1 uh, I mean chapter verse 1 says for I do not want you to be ignorant of the fact brothers that our forefathers were all under the cloud I want you to underline the word all and they were all they, and they all passed through the sea when we read we think it's all about Israel and it's only to Israel uh, and not for Gentile be believers, but you cannot be more mistaken. Now, every scripture that is written in the Bible is recorded and written down either as an example for us uh, to follow or as, an, as a warning for us to learn from. Okay, so verse 2, everything changes. Let's read verse 2. They were all baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. Uh, you know, uh, it's a verse clearly signifying the church of today. It's more scary. I'll explain how. Uh, it, uh, take the words baptized into Moses. What does it mean? Uh, you know, uh, in the Old Testament times, especially in the times of Moses when uh, the Israelites left Egypt, uh, there was not one recorded incident of a baptism taking place uh, by Moses or into the name of Moses. Okay, so no baptism in Old Testament times, especially baptized into Moses, uh, it, it is not recorded anywhere in the book of Exodus. Okay, 
so uh, it's clear here to know that it is an equivalent of being baptized into jesus uh, as you know uh, old testament moses was considered the savior of israel like how in the new testament jesus is our savior uh so you know it's uh, he's actually comparing israel situation with the believers of today he says just as moses you know uh, it says here in verse 2 they were all baptized into moses in the cloud so it's a symbolic uh, reference you know and it says um and in the sea it, it, moses definitely didn't baptize anyone in the red sea so you know it's so beautiful it's such a mystery you know whenever i read the scriptures uh, uh, it's it's like it's all it's right there in front of front of our eyes but it is only given the the answers or the answers to this mystery is given only to a true seeker to somebody who is really saying lord i want to know more i feel like there's more you're teaching me through this so you know we see words like moses and under the cloud and assume oh it's nothing to do with me it is not for me it's a story of 5000 years ago uh, don't ever do that mistake every scripture is intended as an example for me otherwise why should i read a 5000 year old history and uh, I, I apply it into my life so you know that's the biggest mistake that we do today so once again uh, the subheading struck me warnings from israel's history and it's written in the book of 1 corinthians which was a gentile church so paul is using israel's history and likening it to you know baptized into moses means baptized into jesus and now verse 3 it says they all ate the same spiritual food and drank the same spiritual drink for they drank from the spiritual rock that accompanied them and that rock was Christ verse 3 drank from the rock now that's a incident that happened in the old testament uh moses struck the rock and uh, water flowed out uh but if you know it says here they drank from the spiritual rock that accompanied them and that rock was christ another uh, shocker here is christ is nowhere mentioned in the old testament okay in moses time definitely the word christ or jesus is not mentioned but in the new testament times we call jesus our rock remember what jesus told the samaritan woman she, she uh, he told her that i am the i am uh, water that if you drink this water from me you will never thirst again so uh, we we have these songs you know uh, he is my rock uh, and all these things so jesus is our rock and he's comparing see the comparative study that uh, moses i mean uh, that paul is doing here so old testament and new testament is a warning for the church today please do not do this mistake of thinking that it is not applicable to me because i'm not a jew okay so once again let me read 2 and 3 they were all baptized into moses in the cloud and in the sea they all drank the same spiritual food and uh, and drank from the same spiritual drink for they drank from the spiritual rock that accompanied them and that rock was christ you know <laughs> when i read this verse actually it i tremble because 
uh, he's saying you know uh, many of us uh, we drink uh, we are baptized in the name of jesus okay we are baptized into the name of jesus we are uh, we dr- uh, st- eat the same spiritual food which is the word of god and uh, G- we, jesus is considered the bread of life and we uh, we have a relationship with jesus and all that but ev- it's very casual for us there is that 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 fearful awe that moses had that abraham had that daniel had we do not have we take it so casually and it's a great danger for us we have to be very very careful when we tread this place so now let's go to verse 4 verse 4 one of the scariest verses in the uh, bible for me nevertheless god was not pleased with most of them and their bodies were scattered in the desert nevertheless the word nevertheless spells danger for us okay so god was not pleased with most of them the most of them uh, who were baptized into jesus uh they drank from the rock that was christ it's so scary because you know we have this feeling that oh once i'm baptized once i say the sinner's prayer it's all over i am safe and i'm secure nothing will touch me but i cannot be more mistaken luke 13 verse 24 and matthew 7 verse 21 uh say uh touch on these very lines he says many will try to enter the narrow gate but only a few will make it to the many uh, you know uh, we, uh, many are those who are all baptized who study the word it's not talking about unbelievers it's talking about the many you know uh, there's another scripture in matthew it says uh, uh, heals um, i mean we'll tell jesus didn't i not prophesy in your name didn't i preach in your name didn't i drive out demons in your name didn't i heal in your name and jesus will say i never knew you he's talking about people who operated in the spiritual uh, who have this power that accompanies uh, a believer is given only when you believe in jesus it's not given to an unbeliever so we have to be very careful am i in the many that is trying to enter but will i be in the few that will not make it that will make it now uh, another thing i want you to know is remember uh, uh, the ratio of people who entered the ark to the ratio uh, of the number of people that were destroyed eight is to the whole world you know only eight people entered the ark but the whole world was destroyed so dome and gomorrah only three made it out alive uh, as opposed to the whole village that was destroyed and sodom and gomorrah were, was a thriving town so i am in uh, very grave danger if i'm taking my salvation lightly uh you know uh so we have to be very careful when we tread in these areas now let's go to uh verse 5 i will repeat again nevertheless god was not pleased with most of them now let's go to verse 7 <clears throat> let's go to verse uh 6 it says now these things occurred as examples to keep us from setting our hearts on evil things as they did 
Okay, now do not be idolaters as some of them were, as it is written. The people sat down to eat and drink and got up to indulge in pagan revelry. Verse 7, uh, it speaks of idolaters. Not just idols, not just the physical idols. Now you can tell God, uh, God, I do not have a statue of Mary or a picture of Jesus or uh, anything in my house, so I am not an idolater. But idol is anything that takes God's place in your life. Uh, remember Jesus said you cannot serve God and money. So money is also considered a God. Uh, uh, in our case, we uh, games could be our idol, friends, social media, TV. An idol is anything that takes the place of God, not just physical idols. Physical idols in the Old Testament uh, was very you know prominent but in the new testament times that's not the case god expects a very high standard from us in the the believers in the new testament so now let's consider verse 8 we should not commit sexual immorality or fornication as it's mentioned in the king james versions as some of them did and in one day 23000 of them died so now in uh, fornication is something that's so prevalent today and very, very dangerous. It incurs the wrath of God. That's another thing that has become very casual, even among believers. There are people who, you know, take it so casually. Is fornication a relationship before marriage okay if uh, you're engaged to be married? The Bible clearly says no, it's, it, it is a grave sin in God's eyes. You cannot take it casually. And verse 9, uh, let's read verse 9. We should not test the Lord as some of them did and were killed by snakes. Testing God's patience. Do I do that? So as believers, you know, the sins of, uh, let's say, murdering someone or uh, adultery, having a relation, extramarital relationship, those are not just the sins that God is talking about as believers. He's saying even um, uh, grumbling. Testing God is considered a sin that can really hurt God's heart. Now verse 9 it says do not test God and verse 10 it says and do not grumble as some of them did and who were killed by the destroying angel. All things that we are abounding in today we you know so now verse 11 it says these things happened to them as examples and were written down as warnings for us on whom the fulfillment of ages has come so if you think you are standing firm be careful that you do not fall so you know most of us we think oh nothing can touch me i am baptized i am studying the word of god i go to church regularly i do this i do that but do you grumble do you test god do you um, uh, do are you indulging in sexual immorality are you an idolater and as i mentioned idolatry is not just the physical idols anything that comes between you and god which takes up your attention more than God does, is your idol. So verse 12, If you think you are standing firm, be careful that you do not fall. And who stands firm? It's the one who believes. Letter of Corinthians was written to the Gentile believers and not to unbelievers. Another verse that I want to stress on is chapter 1, uh, 
1 Corinthians 10 verse 1 for I do not want you to be ignorant of the fact brothers you know in the Old Testament times the title brother was given to those who believed uh, you know they called one another brothers and sisters in the Lord it is it, they didn't just randomly call anyone brother or sister they called those who believed brothers and sisters in the Lord so do not be own overconfident with these aspects in your life that I am baptized, I drink from the rock that is Christ, I eat the spiritual food which is the manna, which is the word of God. Instead, as Philippians 2.12 says, we have to work out our salvation with fear and trembling. Be careful that you do not fall. Will anyone say don't fall to a person who has already fallen? will the word if you know i go and tell my daughter who is playing don't fall it makes meaning but if she's already fallen on the ground and i go and tell her don't fall it makes no meaning so don't fall is given for a person who is standing firm so it is not for an unbeliever it is for a believer all these pas passages and it is another proof that a believer can fall. Otherwise, why should he say do not fall? Be careful that you do not fall. Let's take uh, 2 Corinthians uh, 1 8. Uh, I'll just take it in my Bible. 2 Cor uh, I'm sorry, 2 John 1 8. The book of 2 John uh, verses 8. It says, watch out that you do not lose what you have worked for, but that you may be rewarded fully. Watch out that you do not lose what you work for. And Galatians 5, 7 is another very scary scripture. It says, you were running a good race, but who cut in on you and kept you from obeying the truth? So this running of the race as believers has a big thing to do with obedience to the words of God in the Bible so obedience is very important you were running a good race means they were obeying before and stopped obeying later obedience is a big part of running this race so beware uh, and let me finish off with the last scripture that is another very scary scripture but I will do a special Specific, uh, a, a different audio on that but let me just give this scripture and I'll stop uh, it's Romans chapter 11 ingrafted branches verses uh, 19 you will say then branches were broken off so that I could be grafted in granted but they were broken off because of unbelief and you stand by faith do not be arrogant but be afraid for if god did not spare the natural branches which who are the jews will he not he will not spare you either therefore consider the kindness and sternness of god sternness to those who fell but kindness to you provided that you continue in his kindness otherwise you too will be cut off but if you do not but if you do not persist in unbelief 
they will but if they do not persist in unbelief they will be grafted again for god is able to graft them in verse 21 is the focus for if god did not spare the natural branches he will not spare you either so please be very careful do not use these excuses that i am baptized i am a believer i am born again i am you know i study uh, the word of god i go to church i drink from the rock that is christ all that makes no meaning if you do not continue in his kindness if you are not continuously obeying his words if you are not uh, you know with fear and trembling working out your salvation and this is a topic that many cannot accept because it you know if you uh, it, it, do you know that the scripture this uh, this popular theory once saved always saved there's not one mention of it in the bible but there are over 70 scriptures that point out to the fact that you have to be careful you have to make every effort to make it to through the narrow gate it is a journey your salvation is a journey it's not a one time thing that you do in one prayer meeting it's a journey till the last day of your life am i doing it faithfully is the question so you know this is such a powerful revelation uh, kindly forgive my stammering uh, because sometimes the revelations are so big that i feel i'm so weak to present it out well so kindly forgive the mistakes and if there are any questions uh, please do send it across thank you